sweet and sour. Sugar and spice. Fire and ice. Peanut butter and jelly. Rabbit holes, brainwaves, nightmares, and campfires. You're listening to the Mind of Melodic podcast, hosted by DJ Melodic and Queen Melody. And now, it's time for another ride through the Mind of Melodic. Here we go again. Another episode. I'm DJ Melodic. And I'm Queen Melody. And you're listening to the Mind of Melodic podcast. It's episode two. We're going to recap real quick what we were mentioned in episode one. Kind of talked about the origin of DJ Melodic. Mm-hmm. What else did we talk about? We talked about the sponsors of the day. Okay, that's right. Sponsor of the day. We gave a shout out. We talked about the origin of Bitcoin. Yes. What else we talk about? We talked about the late, great Chick Hearn. Oh, yes, we did. The late, great Chick Hearn paid a little bit of homage. That's a segment we call Road to Glory. So we're going to always pay homage or get to know some hero or legend that deserves to be remembered. And then you talked about the milk facts. I did. Yeah. You had a chance to give them some perspective, broke mm-hmm. down a little bit of math. And I think that might have been helpful to some people, hopefully. And that was basically the recap of episode one. But I think there were a couple of things we could have done better. What do you think? I agree. So after listening to it as well, I feel like we need to talk into the microphone a little bit more. Right, right. It sounded like we were a little bit too distant yeah, at it was some point. In and out. Yeah. Yeah, because we were not focused. Focused. <laughs> Well, I also think that when I was talking about Bitcoin, I failed to mention the fact that it's decentralized, Mm. and that's Mm. a big term, key factor. I did let you know that it wasn't owned by any specific company or entity or government. It is a free cryptocurrency that's not really regulated by any particular movement. We own it, and it's so far it's been pure to Satoshi's vision, and it's completely decentralized. And that's what decentralized means, is it's not owned. The protocol is free. So at the end of the day, I forgot to mention that term. Somehow, we were talking about so much. It's a big term. Bitcoin is decentralized. Coinbase is not. So... When you're interacting on stuff like on sites like Coinbase, you're paying fees and you're letting them regulate it. So they're in control. You're not. We'll talk more about that as we go into further episodes of Satoshi's Vibe. That's the name of the segment. And we'll talk about it a little bit more today. So um, what are we talking about next? We should give a big shout out to our sponsor of the day, which is DollarSeed.com. That's right. Big hugs. Much love. Dollarseed.com. You place your order online. And just like almost anything nowadays, it shows up at your home, your office, your farm. And they have uh, seeds for all the organics, the veggies, the fruits, roses, orchids. 
basically anything you need for your farm, your home, your garden. Dollarseed.com. Check them out. Hit them up online. It's a small business and a good service. I think we should go ahead and play their commercial. I think so. Let's get into it. At dollarseed.com, all of our seeds are only a dollar a pack. And we have online resources that teach you all about the rewarding hobby of growing your own plants, flowers, herbs, and vegetables. Imagine the joy you'll feel when your children actually help you harvest your first garden crop. Or the pride of knowing you'll never need a florist again. Visit dollarseed.com and grow a little magic of your own for just a dollar. Dollarseed.com. What could be healthier? And now, another melodic exclusive. You will not hear this song anywhere else. Grab your Snuggie and your favorite cuddle buddy, because it's time, it's time, it's time time for Melodic's Campfire. All right, this is DJ Melodic, and you're listening to another edition of Melodic's Campfire. This is the part of the podcast where I get to break it down, wake you up or put you to sleep with story time, Teddy Ruxpin style. And I know I told you I was going to get a little personal and tell you about my life and the stories. But I have a more important story that kind of has to take priority considering that the times we're in. I haven't even explained this story to Queen Melody yet, so I hope it's entertaining to all of you. Like I said last episode, I had an opportunity to buy $50 worth in 2009. $2,000 2009, I had an opportunity to buy $50 worth of Bitcoin. And it cost me basically a billion dollars. When I realized it, I cried. This happened in 2009 while I was making music. And the supporter was the one that basically encouraged me to buy the coin. Mm -hmm. Simultaneously, I was in this contest. I entered a contest with my music at yoursession.com. It was a website that was basically just a music type, MySpace for music only, and social media website, and 
It was owned and founded by Shavo from System of a Down. The famous historic band System of a Down. Shavo was dabbling him and his team with social media, music. And there was this contest. You enter the contest, you submit your music, you get the votes from the community. Winner gets grand prize, everybody else gets exposure, networking, etc. I entered the contest. I'm working my way up the charts. I had some good things happen because of the contest. But while I'm learning, while I'm in the contest, this was literally my first time on the internet. And so I'm learning about other stuff on the internet. Facebook, MySpace, Reverb Nation, basically other ways to market myself, my music. And I seen Facebook's power. Facebook had unlimited power even back then. And I'd seen where the future was going. And I had this idea that would wipe out Facebook. So I pitched it to Shavo and his assistant, Kevin Potts. The idea that I had has a lot to do with the tears that were flowing down my cheeks last January when I realized what Bitcoin really was. The idea that I had, it basically explains my sense of urgency. What is chaotic craziness that I have for investing, crypto, stocks, bargain shopping. So what I did is I sent him an email. I got a response and set up a meeting. During the meeting, I video recorded on my camera, my digital Kodak camera, what we were talking about because I felt it was very, very, very strong, powerful intellectual property. Well, what I was trying to do was find a way to knock out Facebook. No hard feelings that really, I didn't have too many hard feelings at the time against Zuckerberg or Facebook or the team, but I just felt like it was a market that deserves competition. Definitely shouldn't be a monopoly. And Facebook was on the verge of knocking out MySpace. Mm -hmm. So I kind of wanted to knock out <laughs> Facebook. Idea was to find a way to turn social media, Facebook or MySpace or your session.com into a virtual Chuck E. Cheese. So you know how you go into Chuck E. Cheese mm -hmm. and you turn your dollar into tokens and then your tokens turn into tickets and then your tickets turn into a reward. And for well, you get to pick your reward, right? Mm -hmm. So my idea was to try to combine social media and Chuck E. Cheese. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, what I pitched was the fact that if you go on your session.com or facebook.com and you were to post something, you would get a little certain amount of ticket or reward for that post. And then if everybody was to like it and share it and it became highlighted or popular, then you would get more rewards. Okay. Now these rewards, which could have been your session dollars, your session bucks. I think that's how I pitched it was mm -hmm. your session bucks. Mm -hmm. And now you get to spend these your session bucks inside the your session store, right? right? And in your session store, you have memorabilia from Shavo or System of a Down mm -hmm. or Aerosmith or your favorite comedian 
And at the end of the day, you could have ordered pots and pans, flashlights, anything you wanted that was in the store. Right. Because you earned a type of currency mm-hmm. that could be used in that store. I didn't know it. I had no idea. But at that time, what I was talking about was a tokenized economy. What I was talking about was a metaverse mm-hmm. in a simpler version. Right. I wasn't talking about creating avatars and walking around and going to work to earn these coins. Right. I was more like in a 2D version mm-hmm. as to where now it's 3D. Right. So I didn't realize that I was talking about creating a cryptocurrency. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I'm over here pitching this idea to them, hoping that I could just be a part of the team. Right. Get some breadcrumbs and change my life for me and my kids because I knew how powerful and how inevitable it was. Mm-hmm. I seen it in a different light. Like I said, like a 2D version as to where no one saw this coming the way it did but the creation of bitcoin kind of brought it out of us and made it possible so now fast forward to today everything i pitched in that conversation was talking about cryptocurrency tokenized economies and basically a social media type of metaverse where you can earn and spend. Mm-hmm. At that time, it didn't exist. And up until about three or four years ago, it still didn't exist. Facebook has still not done this. Right. They, they just barely are talking about doing this because they have to stay ahead of this. They kind of fell behind. Someone like me, if I had Shavo's money, would have wiped out Facebook 10 years ago. And we would have been the first cryptocurrency on the planet. Not cryptocurrency, but metaverse. First tokenized economy, basically, on the planet. It didn't happen that way. God had a totally different story for me. But Shavo and his team lost out. And the world is totally different now because of me sitting on that intellectual property. Other people had the same ideas. And it ends up coming out anyway. But here I am, basically a lowlife, starving artist, entrepreneur, trying to make it. And then coming up with brainstorm ideas like this, trying to reach out to change the game. The game got changed. And now there's metaverse after metaverse after metaverse popping up. That's one of the reasons why this is so important to me. Because I was supposed to be a part of this a long time ago. I was supposed to buy Bitcoin, but I didn't recognize what it was. Mm -hmm. I was over there trying to create my own freaking Bitcoin. And I still didn't know that I was trying to create a metaverse or a tokenized economy. Flash forward to today. This is basically what we're going to be doing for a living in some areas and niches of life. So that is my story. That was in 2009. Twelve years later, we finally have the opportunity and the knowledge and the vision to get on board. Technology's caught up. It's a lot easier for us to get it from our phones. It wasn't as safe back then. Definitely not. Mm -hmm. And then now there's so many metaverses popping up, and we're early enough 
that we're still going to be able to eat off of my dream. Just we're not going to be able to own it just yet. Right. But uh, that's my Melodics Campfire for today. Wow. Yeah, it's a deep story that I wish I could forget. <laughs> but it's part of the motivation. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and get into the next uh, edition, a segment of the podcast. Appreciate you guys listening to my story time. I hope that Coco's not cold, but I'll catch you on the flip side. Talk about some of Satoshi's vision, Satoshi's vibe. Welcome to Satoshi Vibes, Satoshi Vibes, where we talk about blockchain, crypto, NFTs, and preserving Satoshi's vision. Welcome back to another episode of Satoshi Vibes. I can't wait to hear what DJ Melodic has to teach us today. We learned about the number one coin, Bitcoin, last episode. What are we going to learn today about the number two coin? The number two coin is Ethereum. Okay. Actually, it's Ether. Mm -hmm. Ethereum is the network. Now, do you know who created Ethereum and Ether? I do not. Well... Years ago, after he was inspired by Bitcoin, a 19-year-old version of Vitalik Buterin mm-hmm. created Ethereum and the Ether. Okay. It's different. It's totally different than Bitcoin. Bitcoin is solely a monetary transaction. It's a currency. Right. It's a digital currency. Ethereum is an entire network, an internet 3.0, so to say, where you need Ether, the cryptocurrency, right. to transact on the Ether Ethereum network. So Ethereum is the network. Mm-hmm. Ether is the gas. Okay. The fuel, the dinero that makes the whole thing spin. Okay? Okay. Now, within Ethereum Network, you have a bunch of different blockchains. Mm-hmm. It's one giant blockchain, right? Right. But then you have subchains for different protocols. So you can build a video game, a mall which is a store, right? Right. You could build a educational protocol. There's all sorts of different avenues you can go with the blockchain Ethereum. Okay. To this day, I think almost like 30%, 40% of the cryptocurrencies that exist derive from Ethereum, which is the ether coin is considered an ERC20. We'll get into that in further episodes. But a good vast majority of the cryptocurrencies out there are basically ancestors related to Ethereum. Okay. So you have this network that the Vitalik created and everything's going smooth. But it's different. And it's bigger, it's more vulnerable. And a couple of years after its existence, 
Someone found a way to hack it. You didn't know that, did you? I did not know. <laughs> so, what had happened is this hacker found a way. It was described to me as a lawyer that found a loophole in the contract. Okay. Found a loophole in the law. So, in today's court, when a lawyer finds a loophole in the law, it ends up becoming precedence. It ends up becoming legal, mm-hmm. you know? And it's the scapegoat that allows a lot of defendants and lawyers to get away with stuff, right? Right. Well, this scenario was very much similar to where the hacker found a loophole in the smart contract. And he was able to take all the Ethereum he wanted from the network. Vitalik and everybody else are freaking out. And they had a choice to make. Well, what they ended up doing was what's called a hard fork. The hard fork is basically where he rewrote the code, which you can't do with Bitcoin. You can't rewrite the code. You can make a new version of it, which is like there's other cryptos out there that are like Bitcoin, using Bitcoin's protocol. But you can't just rewrite Bitcoin. What I know as of right now, you can't do that. So Vitalik found a way to rewrite the Ethereum code so that it would fork. And what that does is it creates two different versions of Ethereum. Mm -hmm. So now there's two different versions of the network. Ethereum and Ethereum Classic. Okay. Well, the users, the node, the validators, the people who run the, the Ethereum nodes... They all had a choice to make, stay on this corrupt path or fork with Vitalik to basically fix the problem that the hacker created. What this would do would reverse the hacker's theft and it reverted all those funds, all that Ethereum back into the original timeline. Okay, or the new one right. now because the original timeline was forked. Right. So you can't do that with just a cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. But Vitalik was able to do it with his network, Ethereum. So Ethereum is very much different and it begs to differ is it even decentralized at all? If someone can come in after the fact, and make changes. Mm-hmm. It shows the vulnerability that even crypto and even blockchains can get hacked. But it also goes to show the su- how superior Bitcoin really is. It shows because Bitcoin hasn't been tampered with. Mm-hmm. Vitalik was only 19. And since then... 
Bitcoins become, I think it's all time high was like $4,600. Oh. Right now, it's about 36 or 37 hundred dollars per coin mm -hmm. most popular second biggest market cap out of all the cryptocurrencies so you have bitcoin number one you have ethereum number two okay everything else is considered an altcoin okay. after two well because a lot of people would say ethereum is an altcoin as well mm-hmm because Bitcoin is Satoshi's vision of what we should be using. Everything else is an right. alternative. But Ethereum's become so comparable and considering the network is so big that it has a chance to flip Bitcoin mm. in price. It could be worth more than a Bitcoin someday. Okay. It depends on our constituents and which way we flow. Mm -hmm. One of the biggest problems right now with Ethereum is the gas fees. I tried to buy some lead as a cryptocurrency. It cost me $90 in gas fees to buy $60 with the coins. Okay. And nowhere else in this world are you going to pay that type of convenience fee or delivery fee for a commodity, correct? Correct. You don't pay twice the price in delivery for your pizza right so it's a really hard pill to swallow a lot of people that are trying to learn like me are making mistakes with expensive gas fees it's kind of right now something for the rich something for the the people that know what's going on and might have gotten early so that they could afford it right but that's ethereum in a nutshell I have got plenty of Ethereum in my time. It's gone up and down. There was a point where when I first decided to sell all my stocks and I put it all into Ethereum and it was around 2100 that night I did this. And then the next morning I woke up, it was like a 1400. Oh, it, it scared the crap out of me, and it was my first little emotional ride, really, mm -hmm. in the crypto world. Now, a year later, I know that it's normal for stock markets. To and fluctuate? Yeah, to fluctuate, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to fluctuate. But crypto's a little more volatile right now. And it's volatile because there's only one, maybe 2% of the world that's in the market. Everybody else has their money in other places. Right. So when a big whale comes in and buys a bunch of Ethereum, it makes a change in the market because mm -hmm. it's a big splash. Right. Soon the market will be a lot bigger and it won't affect it as much. But as of right now, because it's so early that when big money and big transactions happen, it does shake things up, yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, did you have any questions about Ethereum no. or Vitalik? Not that yeah. I know. Well, I think he's Russian-born, and I think he is a Canadian resident. Okay. Okay. You didn't know that? No, I did not know that. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. 
And then, let's see, what's the difference between Bitcoin and Ethereum? Well, I explained that already. You did. So that should be a wrap for this episode or this segment. Oh, I learned a lot. You did? I did. Well, you're going to keep learning a lot. I am. And I hope our listeners did as well. There's a lot to learn. There's a lot to learn. And we could talk about Ethereum for days, just like Bitcoin. <laughs> but we're, we got to get you caught up and everybody else caught up. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like just a quick study to get to the next level, like a beginner's course. Right. We'll get to an advanced course eventually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 but you already got a little bit of coin, right? You got a little did, bit of did you get a little bit of ether yet? I did, actually. I think you did, yeah, huh? I did. Yeah, it was like 20 or 30 bucks worth, huh? I think so. Yeah, well, that's good. You just mm-hmm. got to hold it and try to get some more in the dips. Right. But until the next time, this is DJ Melodic. And Queen Melody. And that was another version, edition of Satoshi's Vibes. Take a quick break, and we'll come back with the local spotlight. Food reviews, local music, rising stars, and current events. This is is your Spotlight of the Day. Welcome back to another Spotlight of the Day. Today's Spotlight is Casino House Parties. Casino House Parties is a local Southern California small business. During the pandemic, they found a lot of success providing entertainment to local within Southern California that wanted to play games, blackjack, poker, craps, roulette. You can find them on Instagram at Casino House Parties. Basically, they come to you, they set up the tables and the chairs and, and they provide the dealer and the dealer will help the party goers learn how to play the game, help prep them for the real casino. And a lot of times the companies or the homeowners that are throwing the parties will give away prizes or whatever for the winners, for the the chip leaders. Actually, me and Queen Melody often help out on the weekends and we help casino house parties as dealers. I don't remember what the name of the company was, but a a few events ago, it was during the holidays, Christmas, the company actually let the winner of the casino night take home a Christmas bonus. Others, second place, third place, got TVs and and other stuff like that. So it's a pretty cool company, something you definitely want to check out if throwing a party. Queen Melody, do you have anything to say? We've Provided some entertainment for the company and helped out like just a couple weeks ago at Cal Poly Pomona. How'd you like the event? I enjoyed it. I had a really good time. It's nice getting to know some other people and interacting with them. How'd you like the job? I enjoy it. Yeah? Yeah, it's pretty fun. Pretty chill, huh? Chill. Getting paid to play cards and hang out with cool folks. Other people. Lots Lots of smiles at these events. So it's just good times, and it feels good being a part of the entertainment, being able to make them laugh and maybe even teach them a game that they don't even know yet, but they want to know or they think they know. I actually had to uh, teach some 
Some newbies. Some newbies. Yeah. And we were just having a good time. Yeah. Chilling. It doesn't even seem like it's work, right. really. Right. That's what's really cool about it. Yeah. And the hardest part is the travel, probably. The travel. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's Casino House Parties. So you're going to give them a shout out, give them a check out, and maybe book an event. Yes. Maybe we'll be there. Maybe. Maybe we'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> And now, and now, it's Vibing with Melody. Your time to get to know the perfect Wonder Woman. Frankenstein by Cupid for DJ Melodic. Welcome back. This is another episode of Vibing with Melody. I got to introduce the queen. Please, your majesty, can you take the mic? Thank you, DJ Melodic. So I had gave you guys a little tidbit last episode of saving money on milk. Yeah, I need more advice. So I thought I would come across on saving money with water. So buying a five-gallon jug of water instead of a 24-pack will save you $3, but it'll also save the planet. And by not using any plastic bottles. Or as much, right, right. Or as much. So I read that more than 60 million plastic bottles end up in landfills and incinerators every day. Every day. Every day. Which comes out to a total of 22 billion last year. It's a lot of plastic bottles. A lot of plastic bottles that everybody's wasting. Right. And how much is it again for the 24-pack? It saves you $3 buying a five-gallon jug of water that's versus the, a 24-pack. That's pack. the difference between refilling it at the water store mm-hmm. and instead of getting a 24-pack for your convenience. Correct. And then, like, I have that reusable Contigo. I just fill that up every time over there instead. Mm-hmm. So that saves... That saves a lot of money. That saves money. Especially if you drink a lot of water. Yes, and saves the environment. And it's going to help the planet. It helps the planet. So there's some more math, more advice, mm-hmm. and more perspective. Hopefully you guys... Why don't all nations have a queen like you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we need leaders like this. <laughs> Dang. Okay, okay. Anything else on the subject? No. No? Okay. No. But I hope you guys... Or learning a little bit. Hopefully I can give you guys a little bit of tidbits. And if you guys have any questions or you guys want me to research anything, just let me know. Suggestions. Suggestions. Yes, thank you. Suggestions and questions. And questions. Just let me know. Hit me up. Hit the queen up. True stories about the legends we admire and the forks in the road that made them. This is The Road to Glory. Welcome to another episode of A Road to Glory. Today's feature, we are going to talk about and give homage to Jim Abbott, which is a former former baseball player. Former professional baseball player. Jim Abbott actually played for the Angels. He played for the Yankees, the White Sox, and even the Brewers. Now, I don't even remember him playing for the other teams, but I remember him playing for the Angels. I remember he also had 
at least one, maybe two other brothers in professional baseball, and he was better than both of them. One of the reasons that I remember Jim Abbott, well, he as of my childhood, he was one of my favorite, probably my favorite baseball player during that era. Not just because he was an angel, but because he was missing his left arm. His right. His right. He was missing his right hand. This pitcher pitched with one hand. He pitched better than his brothers and many of his competitors, his peers. He held his glove on basically the nub of his right arm. And after throwing the pitch with his left, he quickly slid it in to that glove. So he was in position to field the ball. And several times the batters would hit line drive straight at his face and boom, he was quick enough to catch that ball and get them out. It was one of the fastest movements in sports I've ever seen. The way he was able to just get in there for defense after releasing the ball. And he was really good at pitching. The Angels weren't really good at the time. He probably would have had a, a way better record if it was a better team. I know I had asked you to research a couple of facts. Did you pull those up? I did. So while I was looking, I noticed that when he was at the University of Michigan, he won the James E. Sullivan Award at the nation's best amateur athlete in 1987 and won a gold medal in the demonstration event at the Summer Olympics. Wow. Okay. Gold medal. He also threw a no-hitter with the Yankees against the Indians back in 1993. If you throw a no-hitter in Major League Baseball, you're legit. Yeah. So that's... And he did that all with one yeah, hand. Yeah, basically with one hand. And it wasn't a disability for him whatsoever. I remember in high school, I played a basketball game against a team. I think it was Redlands East Valley. And one of their players, which I think was actually the coach's son, was missing a whole arm. Mm. And, you know, that type of drive, that type of motivation, pride, is remarkable. You can't really, you can never really give up on yourself. Mm-hmm. And these athletes, especially Jim Abbott, it's just a pure motivating, like when you see them, it's nothing but pure motivation. Right. You know, it's just respect, motivation. And I was in awe as a child. So he was definitely one of my favorite baseball players. Got to pay homage to him. Mm-hmm. From Michigan to the Angels to throwing a no-hitter for the Yankees. You know, that's his road to glory. Right. Big shout out, Jim Abbott. Much love, big hugs. You can play, play, place your ad here. Visit Melodic Playground for more info. All right, all right, all right. That's enough for today. We're about to wrap it up. But before we go, we're going to play a track by DJ Melodic. This track is actually called Jubilee. It's an instrumental, quick little snippet that I made. You can hear it on Melodic Playground Radio. That's broadcasting 24 hours a day now. 
music that I've made and you can't hear nowhere else. We'll play the track and then we'll play the sponsor of the day, the commercial, the radio ad one more time. Okay. But before we do that, let's give them your Twitter and your Instagram in case they want to follow you. So my Instagram is Queen Melody, no underscore nor nothing. And my Twitter is MP3 underscore Queen. And my Twitter and my Instagram should be the same, DJ underscore Melodic. And give us some suggestions for the show. Maybe show a little bit of love. Yes. Any questions? Any questions, any comments. Yeah, maybe we can find a way to get a shout-out. And you can give a little shout-out to somebody you love or somebody going through it that needs a little bit of support. But before we go, it's time to put it in the fridge. <laughs> The lights are out. The eggs are cooling. The butter's getting hard. And the jello is jiggling. <laughs> At dollarseed.com, all of our seeds are only a dollar a pack. And we have online resources that teach you all about the rewarding hobby of growing your own plants, flowers, herbs, and vegetables. Imagine the joy you'll feel when your children actually help you harvest your first garden crop or the pride of knowing you'll never need a florist again. Visit dollarseed.com and grow a little magic of your own for just a dollar. dollarseed.com, what could be healthier?